Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Oh, it feels good out here. It's freezing in the back. All right. Wow. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to uh, the book of John. We're going to pick up where we were last week. Actually, we're going to use one of the same verses on, on in our world today, how do, how do we stay safe? How do we stay safe? And, and the good Lord tells us in his word, it's spiritual security. And if you and I are willing to look to the Lord, no matter what we go through, no matter what we go through, what you're going through right now, God is there to give you the peace to get through this time. And if we're willing to believe him and not go along with every crazy thing that we see happening in the world, um, the Lord is going to be with us. Let's pray. Fathers, we come to you today. Lord, we're just so thankful that we have your word that pushes back against all the lies of today. Lord, we're thankful that we have your word. And Lord, as we do every week, we open it up. And Lord, may your spirit, anything, whatever someone's going through, may you calm them today. May they know that they have hope in you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, sometimes I, 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 I say to myself, how do I define, yeah, you can say I'm a pastor, but say, how do I define what I do? And meaning here, and sometimes I feel like one of my responsibilities is to form. All of you work hard. You've got so many different things that are going on. I feel it's my responsibility to do whatever I can to bring to you maybe some things that you didn't know what's happening in our society. You need to know what truth is. We're going to look at John chapter 8 what we did last week again. But I read things and I'm thinking, that can't be real. And then I look it up and it is. So let me share with you three things. I, I left the rest of the paper in the back. I'm not going to get it. I'll just quote it to you. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about, there's a new cartoon out. And it's coming out soon called, it's called Little Demon. Have you heard of it? I don't know if you ever, okay, that's what I want to share with you. What the cartoon is about, that the, the devil actually, this is a cartoon now, the devil actually has a fling with a woman, and she, they actually called the child, which by the name, but the child is actually called the Antichrist. That's what we're seeing. That's what we're living in. And this is a cartoon that your kids are going to be able to watch and see, and I'm like, What? I mean, are you serious? This is actually happening? And sure enough, I did research because I feel I have to bring whatever I can. If I'm going to say something, I want to make sure I got it right. I'm thinking, what? What are we living in? Little demon and actually call the girl the Antichrist? I, I'm like, man. Anyway, so, and then doing more research that I, I hesitate to say this, but it's what we're living in. If you haven't heard of it, it's out there. It's a terrible website. All I know is what, I, uh, what I've seen on Google about it. But if you haven't heard about it, you need to be informed about it, especially as parents. And adults, it's called, it's called OnlyFans. 
Now, I don't know if you've heard about that. Maybe you have or you haven't. What it is, it's a, it's a um, how can I say this, uh, somewhat of an X-rated site that women are making thousands and thousands of dollars every month by doing whatever they're doing. And men or whoever it is <clears throat> dial into the, these websites of these women and are making all this money. It's terrible what's happening. Now, here's, here's what you've heard all these years, right? What we've heard is, well, I mean, they're actually able to make money. And who's it really hurting anyways if they want to do it, right? Well, the one lady that was involved and why this is in the news is that she has a son who's in junior high. The son that's in junior high was ready to commit suicide. You say, why, Dallas? The reason he was is because his friends downloaded the pictures of his mom and took him to school and were showing everybody. That's the damage of what we see that, well, it's okay. People are not being told the truth today. We're not understanding enough of what's happening. Third thing, I, I don't believe I'm saying some of this stuff when I say it, but the third thing is there, there are actually, and again, going back to some of the schools, I, I couldn't remember if it was junior high or high school, that now some kids, they identify as a male or a female, and all the things we see taking place. Taking it further, now some want to identify as an animal. And now many women want to identify as a cat. Now, you know how I feel about cats anyways. <laughs> sorry if you're visiting here today. I'm sorry. But anyways, get this. It went so far. They actually, I can't believe they actually went against this, I, that I may have actually been saying this. They went so far that they wanted, they wanted to put, they wanted entitlement. They wanted litter boxes put in the bathrooms. Honest truth, I'm telling you. This is what we're living in. I am like, what? I, I, and why I'm sharing that with you is because what does John chapter 8 tell us today? Why are we here? Are you that are watching? Why is this so important? Because you and I need to know what truth is. Truth comes to us in a form if it's spiritual security that we're looking at. Let's, how can we actually define security if you want to feel like you can go to sleep at night? Or you feel that the Lord's going to take care of whatever situation it is? That, that you are safe enough. And when we talk about spiritual security, I, I, when you look up security in a dictionary, say, it can tell you a couple different things. I like two of these, free from danger or free from anxiety. Security, you're free from danger or you're free from anxiety. Security. Do you know how many times I've heard different people in Hollywood and they'll talk about their life and they'll talk about it. They're, they, they're anxious all the time. And most people look at them and go, beautiful people, they're in the movies, they never have to worry about money again, but they can't go to sleep at night. They're anxious all the time. You know why? They don't have any security spiritually. 
What we have today, what we know, I can share with you no matter what has happened in your life, if you and I are willing to look at this person and his name is Jesus Christ, if we're willing to look to him, he will give you, no matter what you hear with that phone call this week, he will give you the peace that you need because we're secure in knowing who we are in him, in Jesus. What is John chapter... John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, and then I'm going to jump down to verse 36. Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And then verse 36. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. We read the first verse again. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And in that verse 32, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. How do we base that truth on Jesus? Is because he's never been proven wrong ever once. So many in society tried to prove him wrong. But when we take it into our life, and if you're here today, and no matter what you're going through, if you're willing to believe that there is a person, the Son of God, who was born and died on the cross for you and for me, if you take that step of faith and you're willing to believe, I'm here to tell you today, all you have to do is have that one breakthrough through your faith, and you're willing to say, you know what? Man, there's really, there's really something to who Jesus is. I mean, I didn't know how I was going to work through this. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I'm willing to trust and believe who he is. And when you are willing to so believe the truth, no matter what anybody is telling you in society, that, that the way that we're headed, that that's truth? The question that's brought to me so many times is, Dallas, where are we going with all this? And I can honestly say, I don't know. But I know that I'm going to look to Jesus, and he tells us a few things in his word. He tells us that we are more than conquerors in him. He tells us no matter what you're facing today, the truth is that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Nothing. God tells us that we're more than conquerors. In him. If God is for us, who can be against us? And God actually tells one of the prophets in the Old Testament, is there anything too hard for me, meaning the Lord? I'm here to remind you today, no matter what has happened, and if you've been hit hard or the things you're going through, seek truth, seek Jesus, and he will guide you in such a way. Because you know what? The devil might be telling you, you know what? I, 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 I don't get it. Why has this happened to me? Why am I going through this? I don't know that. But the devil will lie to you and will tell you, why did God let that happen? Well, you're really a believer. Well, what, what is God doing that to you for? Why is, this all, why is all this happening like this? And what you and I have to do is to be willing to believe who Jesus is. He is the Prince of Peace. So in other words, when you're going through what you're going through and you need some security now more than ever, the way that that comes, it comes through truth. And that truth, Jesus is never going to lie to you. 
He's never going to leave you, and he's never going to forsake you. But the devil will get in our head, and what he does is he lies. He's the father of it. So he'll take something, and he'll twist it, and then he'll get in there and say, you know what? I thought God was going to do something different, and look where you're at today. Why, why, why? Remember what Joseph said when he was in Egypt and his brothers had thrown him in and down into Egypt and he was captive all those years down there and God had favor on his life. Do you know whether you realize it or not, if you're living in truth today and you're following Jesus and things might, to the world might be looking bad, God has favor on your life. When Joseph was in prison, he continued to do. Could you do it this long? He did it for 13 years before something came through. But he was still willing to believe who God was and is in his life. Are you willing to do that? Can you trust God enough that he's telling you the truth today that you're going to believe what he's telling you and you're not going to believe the father of lies who's the devil? Truth protects you. Truth protects you because it gives you freedom. And if you're willing to breathe what is truth, who Jesus is, because the Bible tells us, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. In other words, all of this here is about Jesus. And all of this here tells us who he is and what he's willing to do for you and for me. This is the hardest thing to do, but if you're willing to wait, still believe. I don't know what you're facing, but if you're willing to wait and always believe that God is going to tell you the truth, you know what happens? You don't quit. You keep going. I was listening to an actress, and she was talking about She's real successful now, but she was talking about how most people would have given up. And she was turned down before her first main part. She was turned down a hundred times. She was told, no. No, you're not good enough. No, you don't look the part. No, you're too small, too short. That, that, you know, this is not going to work. No, 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 no. But she believed in the talent that she had, and she didn't give up. Do you believe in who Jesus is in your life and what he's willing to do? I, I mean... I so believe who Jesus is in my life because of what I know he's done for me. And where does that happen and how does that happen? It happens when you go through what you're going through right now. The adversity, if you are willing to hold on to that truth, God has favor in your life right now even though you don't see it. And what Joseph told his brothers when he went down to Egypt because there was no food, there was a famine in the land, and Joseph was, had so much favor, God planted him right next to, if you want to say, he would be the vice president. Went from being a slave to vice president. How did that happen? He was always willing to believe who God was and is in his life. His brothers had to come down for food, and to make a long story short, he put something in their garments so when they went back, they had to be captured and come back because they were his brothers. He wanted to talk to them. 
And they went before him not knowing who he was because he changed his looks after 12 years. He was just a kid when he was captured. And he said, what the devil meant for evil, told his brothers, God turned it to good. Now, here's what it is with you and me. Are we willing to believe the truth and wait long enough with the truth that we can say the same thing? No matter what happens, we can say what God meant for evil or what the devil meant for evil, my God can change it and turn it into good. Let him do it. He will if we let him do it. Let me give you another example. We'll close. It's, the old, it's in the Old Testament and in the book of Daniel. Again, it's about three young men who were brought into captivity, taken to another nation. We see the wars that are taking place today. They were under the threat of war. They lost, and three Hebrew young men were taken back into captivity. And Underneath the Babylonian Empire, they saw that these men were very gifted young men. What happens with that? More everybody else who were in their same field were jealous. Do you ever have somebody lie about you because they're jealous? I think we've all had that. And know that if you are just willing to keep doing what you're doing, God will work it out. But, but you say, here, here's where some of you are today. And this is, what we're, this is why the Lord wanted me to bring this. You say, Dallas, you know, I don't understand because my sister, my brother, uh, my dad, my mom, you know, I thought it was, I prayed. I followed the truth. But they're not here anymore. They're gone. They're, they're in heaven. I, I don't, why? Why did it happen that way? I, I don't have that answer, but I do know something very important about these three young men that were brought into captivity. And they even changed their name and their language. How hard would that for you and I to be to still follow the truth of what we knew or believed in or were taught as kids and, and it was still in there? But could we still do it? This is the pressure that we live in today. The pressure that you live in today, everything around us is foreign. All the things that you hear that everybody else is doing and it's okay to do. Or society is, you know, how many times you hear me say how hard it must be to be a teacher today, what I was just sharing with you. Not knowing if they're going to have a job or not because what they say or don't say to what some young person wants to believe is truth, which is it. Are we willing? Can we stay with it? I believe that we can. The Bible says that you that are here today, you can be a great light in the world that we live in. But you can't veer away from the truth. So these young men were in captivity and the other men that were, they call wise leaders of the day, were so jealous of them, they got a plot together. And they, they went to the king of the day, and he says, hey, king, you are so magnificent. You're so great. The buttered up tongue. So we're going to build you a statue some 70 feet high. And, you know, when the music plays every day, we're going to have everybody bow down to it. Oh, man, that's great. That's great. And if they don't bow down to it, we're going to get rid of them. 
Man, that's good. That's a great plan. Because if we didn't realize that the pharaohs and the kings of the day looked at themselves as deity. They looked at themselves as God. So they wanted to be worshipped that way. It came time, and these three young men said, you know, we're not going to do that. Because we only, we only worship the true and the living God. Well, what happened? Well, Daniel chapter 3, verses 14 through 18. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you're ready at the time, he's going to give him another chance. If you're ready at the time, you hear all the different musical instruments play, fall down and worship an image which I've made. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this is the case, our God, capital G, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Now, here's what's so important for you and I today. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. But if not, but if not, you can say that in your life about someone that you thought things were going to get better and they didn't, and they're not here now, and those people are in heaven, and you're wondering, though, well, why in the prime of their life, or why as a child, why? I don't know. I don't have that answer, but I know they're in heaven, and I know that our life is a vapor, and I know that before we know it, in a few minutes, we're going to see them again, because we live as God tells us in 1 Peter, because of the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we live every day with hope. See, no matter what you hear in the news, no matter what I hear, no matter what we go through, the phone call that we get, no matter what happens, we still can pull back after what news that we hear, the phone call that just changed our life, we can know there, there is still hope. What did they say? Oh, King... It doesn't matter. If we die or not, if we die, we're going to heaven. And if not, it's okay. That's amazing. What does it say again? But if not, we don't talk about that enough. Some of us, many people are not in houses of worship today because they've gotten bitter. Because we thought God was going to do something a certain way, and he didn't. But if you and I are still willing to believe that he has a plan and he's going to work it in your life, he doesn't tease you, he's not here to hurt you, he's here to protect you, and he's here to hold you up and to lift you through those fiery trials that you face. God tells us don't think it's crazy when you go through the fiery trial that you go through. That's life. We don't like it. We live here. This is part of it. But can we say the same as those young men? King, 
whether we live or die, we're still going to serve the Almighty God. And if we're not here, we're going to be in heaven. You know, thousands and thousands of years later, where's everybody else that didn't believe? They spent eternity in hell. But they were so willing to believe who God is in their life, no matter what they faced, it didn't shake their faith. The just shall live by faith. Are you and I willing to believe that? Am I... You might not have an answer for what's happened in your life. But God still says, but if not, are we still going to believe who God is? Because those people that we love and we know are believers, they're in heaven. Or no matter what's happened in your life, you're not bitter because you still know God is going to use you and he has a plan. Well, what happened as we close, verse 25 and 28? Look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Do you know whether you realize it or not? God goes before you. Jesus was already waiting for them in the fire. He was already ahead of them. He was just there waiting. Do you know they were completely bound up? They were actually thrown in there. But it says, when the king and everybody else looked in this fiery furnace, they were walking. They were walking with someone who looked like the Son of God. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. You know, it's, it's easy to believe when everything's going great. But they were willing. If not, we're going to heaven. If we live in such a way with that living hope, something good is going to happen from what has taken place in your life. And what God is saying is the reason it is happening is because Jesus is with you. Never forget Jesus is with you, but he always goes before you into whatever trial that you face. He's there. He's there right now with you. Verse 28, and we'll close. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, and they should not serve or worship any god except their own. And he said and went further on that we will serve that god. Wow, what, what an outcome. We miss the outcome of what God wants to do in our life when we go through something so difficult because we get bitter. I'm just here to tell you today, don't get bitter. Man, wait, know with anticipation, as difficult as it is, and it can go as far as you might be there today that someone in your life you love so much is not there anymore. Why did the Lord take them? I don't know. But is the same 
the same as these young men who serve God. They're all in heaven together right now, forever and ever and ever. And if you and I are willing today to know that if we really want to be secure, it has to be in a form of faith and faith in a person, and his name is Jesus Christ. And if you are willing to do that, I, I know, I know what the Lord has done for me. I know if you're just willing to not try and figure it out and to know, Lord, I, I don't quite get this, but I believe and I trust you because you always tell me the truth. And I'm going to not walk away from you. I'm going to let you lead me in this life. That's who he is. And if you want to be secure today in everything that's going on in our world, from wars to rumors of wars, the craziness that we live in, to, to all the things that you see taking place, what in the world is going on? You have an anchor. You have someone who is there for you, and he tells you the truth. And he's always, always, always going to give you a peace. That's the security that we have, that we can go to bed at night. Lord, you got this. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know why this has happened. But I'm going to trust you. What did Nebuchadnezzar say? We're going to believe in the God who they trusted. Let's pray today. So our heads are bowed today. We have so many watching and here. Don't let the devil lie to you. He's going to lie to you from every angle. The second that you walk out of here and you get back in your car or you leave and whatever and you turn this off as you're watching today, he's going to lie. But God is always going to tell you the truth. And the way that you and I are secure today in him and to know who he is, he's your heavenly father, our heavenly father. And he's always going to tell you the truth. Father, if there's someone here today, <clears throat> Lord, is, that's watching, we have so many. Lord, let them know that all they have to do is, is believe by faith and pray that prayer, Jesus, Jesus, I believe who you are, that you are the Son of God. And I don't understand everything as they pray, Lord, but... I pray that they would ask you into their heart right now, Lord. Just say, Jesus, I call upon you to forgive me for all of my sins. I thank you for dying the cross for me, and I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for those sins and to be my Lord and Savior. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today that we could always give hope in a world that lies today from every angle. Jesus, if there's someone here today, may a friend bring a friend, someone, and I can show them the same thing that we prayed with those that are watching today. Now those that are here right now, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you, that wants to become a child of God, and to always have that freedom 
and to know that we can be free in you and you give us that peace and joy. Lord, there's someone here today, may they come forward as Ben leads us these closing verses today. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.